Star Wars 7x7 episode 3490. Yeah, it finally happened. Season 3 of The Bad Batch has an official trailer. And we're going to talk about the 7 highlights from that that are worth your attention. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the official Season 3 Bad Batch trailer has finally dropped. This is the only trailer that's been available to the public. There was a trailer that was shown at Star Wars Celebration Europe last year. There is a bit of overlap in the footage, but actually not a heck of a lot. One thing that is absolutely new, of course, and it's the thing that naturally everyone wants to talk about, is the surprise appearance of Asajj Ventress at the end of the trailer. While this is absolutely thrilling, it's also a little bit confounding because in the novel Dark Disciple by Christy Golden, she is supposed to be dead. And I suppose there should be a spoiler alert on that, except for the fact that the spoiler seems to be maybe undone now. Because in that novel, Ventress gave her life to save Quinlan Voss. Count Dooku is the one who ultimately killed Asajj Ventress in that novel, and she was laid to rest on Dathomir. So there are a couple possibilities for her appearance in this trailer for the bad batch number one is that she's been resurrected which with night sisters involved is certainly a possibility the second possibility is that maybe she didn't actually die and that one seems like a bit of a stretch i mean in the sense that yes for example we saw darth maul fall down a giant chasm split in half and he managed to survive that but i think there was enough time that passed after the events of you know, Dark Disciple where she was killed and then she seemed to remain dead and her body was brought to Dathomir. So it seems unlikely that there's a survival a la Darth Maul situation afoot. And the third possibility is that we're looking at a flashback when we see her, which would certainly solve everything a lot more <laughs> easily and cleanly and not leave these you know, odd questions about what does it all mean? So unfortunately, those questions aren't being answered just yet, but in the official release about the drop of the trailer and the acknowledgement that Asajj Ventress is in it, they made pains to say that they are respecting the events of Dark Disciple. So, all right, what does that mean? And then when you look in the data bank for Asajj Ventress's entry, there's been an update there where it talks about her sacrificing herself to save Quinlan Voss. But now it ends by saying, but that wasn't the end of Asajj's story, dot, dot, dot. So, uh, yeah, that particularly seems to make the flashback scenario less likely, comparatively speaking, which means we're looking at a resurrection situation. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to see how they do this. But yeah, I got to say, you know, and sometimes as much as we like to see these characters, you know, it's also good to know that once somebody seems to be dead, that they're dead and you don't have to have these soap opera like surprises, basically. Although I guess in truth, Star Wars is basically, for all intents and purposes, a galactic soap opera. So, yeah, I guess it's entirely possible and would fit after all. So that is probably the biggest deal about the trailer. 
as far as the other takeaways I've got for you, well, the second takeaway is that we seem to have a bit of a time jump. We don't necessarily know how long, but Hunter refers to it having been a long time since Omega was taken away from them. And so that suggests that it probably hasn't been a couple of weeks since the end of season two. It's probably been a bit longer than that, to be sure. And when you get to see Omega in the prison cells on Mount Tantis and walking around and seeing an absolutely beaten, dejected, defeated crosshair, her hair is different. And so you know, going through that effort suggests that, you know, they need to update the age of the character and give her a different look. Maybe it's just she's been there for a few months and her hair has grown out. I don't know. But it seems like it has been a significant chunk of time since the end of season two going to the beginning of season three. For a third takeaway, it seems like one of the other themes of this season is going to have to do with the fate of clones overall. So we have Captain Rex talking about how he thought the end of the war would mean the end of losing more of our brothers and it's turning out not to be the case, that he was wrong. And as he's talking about this, we see a shuttle crash with what looks like stormtroopers looking around and we see a temple that looks to be on fire and then we see stormtroopers marching through what appears to be a courtyard and with gunships down on the ground it kind of looks like pabu which is the planet where the bad batch had been holing up in between missions during season two it was their safe place and it looks like this is no longer a safe place for a fourth takeaway, it seems like we're going to spend a good chunk of time on Mount Tantus in this season. And, you know, we know the batch is coming for him. We see scenes where it looks like, you know, they are taking a shot at Mount Tantus. And it doesn't look like it's going necessarily well right off the bat, basically. But it's really a question of whether that's going to happen in the middle of the season or the end of the season. The uh, middle, the, the mid-season finale episodes are infiltration and extraction. There's going to be a two-episode situation for that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that sort of implies or suggests that that might be what's happening there, but seems like it might be a little bit early for that situation. Uh, I don't know, just me. In addition to seeing Omega and Crosshair passing each other in the halls, we also see Omega going through, you know, some digital scan while she's carrying a you know, tablet, a tray, a, some sort of device, basically. We see her looking wistfully through a window at the you know, lush jungles around Mount Tantus. We also get a brief shot of Emery Carr, who identifies herself as Omega's sister, so it's good to see that she will not be forgotten as part of this. And of course, we get to see Dr. Royce Hemlock in a couple of situations, who is a you know fantastic villain <laughs> for the series, just Oh, yeah. Oh, he's doing a great job with that. And he's also apparently very key to the Emperor's plans, as we find out for our fifth takeaway. It looks like the reception for the Emperor that's happening is happening at Mount Tantus, that he's going there to inspect whatever is happening. And there's a voiceover of him talking about how this is so important to the Empire and whatever resources that presumably Hemlock needs to do what he needs to do, he's got him. Now, you would imagine that this probably has something to do with Palpatine's resurrection plans, but at the same time, they also seem to be experimenting on clones and possibly developing new types of clone troopers. So we see a CX clone, which could be a you know commando style trooper and there's you know one who is unhelmeted who says you know very menacingly that they're coming for you 
But I think it's a safe bet that whatever they are doing with clones and to clones, it really isn't about creating yet another clone army or anything like that. It is just about Palpatine and his ultimate survival. For a sixth takeaway, let's talk about some other familiar faces that show up in the trailer. Fijinoa is in it in the beginning in an action-packed sequence, so that suggests that she is basically the new Sid for them in this season, that she's going to help them be able to survive the remaining members of the Bad Batch while they are still trying to figure out where Omega has gone. We also get a glimpse of Nala Se from Kamino, and... Fennec Shand and Cad Bane, who we haven't seen since season one. If you recall, Nala Se hired Fennec Shand to protect Omega, and Cad Bane was supposed to be hunting her down. So it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out in this season. And we also get to see Wolf in the trailer, albeit briefly. So he is one of the clones who will eventually survive all the way through Star Wars Rebels, at least, and be part of the group along with Gregor that Rex is hanging out with in the, I think it's the first season when they show up originally. And for our seventh and final takeaway, let's talk about the release schedule because they're doing a little something different with this one. First of all, we're finding out that they have 15 episodes this time, not 16, although I gotta say I'm keeping my fingers crossed for the series finale being a double length episode, which would basically add up to 16 after all. But starting Wednesday, February 21st, we are getting a three episode kickoff and you know, one might imagine that that's actually gonna be a full story arc. And then we're going to get episodes weekly with the exception of March 13th, where we're going to get episodes six and seven of the season. And then on April 3rd, they're going to double up again and give us episodes 10 and 11 of the season. And so the season finale, the series finale, is going to drop on May 1st. Now, when I was talking about release schedules for 2024 earlier this month, I thought that we were going to see The Acolyte first. And yeah, I guess I let my hope get the better of me <laughs> on that one. So unfortunately, I was wrong about that, but I did say that the Bad Batch would have come second. So yeah, and you know, come to think of it, the way I had had it previously was Acolyte, Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, and then Skeleton Crew. It actually kind of does make more sense to go animated live, animated live. So I'll say that I'm revising to say Bad Batch, Acolyte, Tales of the Jedi, and then Skeleton Crew is my order <laughs> now for things. So. That's what I've got for you in our seven takeaway episode talking about the release of the season three trailer for The Bad Batch and all the other stuff surrounding it. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoy the show, I hope you will consider sharing it with other Star Wars fans that you know. I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or review on your favorite app that you catch the show on. And I hope you'll also subscribe or join depending on whatever that app calls it. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be star wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyrighted by star wars 7x7 we hope you love it